Yeah. We, we are the epitome of black female love. Yeah. Easy for us as, as black women to, to hold up the banner and the call for everyone else. But again, Who's, who holds up the banner and the calls for That we as a black church are perpetuating the mm -hmm. same behavior as a patriarchal evangelicals have That's been doing. Hey, 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 ladies. Hello, 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 hello. So how are you all doing? Let's, um, um, what, what uh, Bradford, are you traveling? How, how's it coming? What's going on with you? How you be? Oh, okay. So we'll start with me. So I, <laughs> I, um, <coughs> excuse me. I was in um, Austin on yesterday, um, last evening rather. Um, Dr. Renita Weems did a lecture at Seminary Southwest, and it was amazing. Mm, in um, Austin, okay. Yes, and it was, yeah, it was, she talked about Hulda mm. and um, Genesis 11, just, it was so rich, so, so rich, but, you know, she's an Old Testament scholar. So anyway, that, that was um, an amazing evening and a rich evening, I think, um, just sitting in the place and receiving rather than always pouring out. It was, <laughs> it was a, a great evening to receive. Yeah. So yeah, that was last week, next week, of course, Houston following week Atlanta. So, you know, that's, that's life though, right? <laughs> wow. 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 Want to hear more about that with, with, with Hoda. Wow. I want to hear more about that. And Dr. Wallace, I know that you were up at the Proctor conference and, um, we, we're supposed to glean from, from the table where you were, were sitting at and needing to be able to kind of get some uh, some good eating um, from that table yeah. uh, for us. So so how, how are you doing? And viewing audiences, we have part two on today. You, 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 you want to get your friends in to hear no. this on today. No, get get them in, get them in, get them in. But Dr. Wallace, how, how are you doing? I am doing well. Uh, I am grateful. I just got back from the Proctor Conference, and it was, as uh, Dr. Bradford said, amazing. It was amazing in um, Austin. It was also extremely amazing um, in Chicago. The two things that I really pulled and gleaned from it was social the social justice agenda, Mm -hmm. And secondly, the um, women of the rock. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it that was done by um, one of our former guests, Melva, Melva Sampson. Um, was very and Dr. Taylor, I believe her name is. Mm -hmm. It was it was really amazing. Uh, the uh, the nightly Worship services were off the off the chain, um, and I'm I'm grateful. I got um, a list of of um, 
seminary students that I have uh, sent information to for uh, hopefully they may want to do online CPE if they can't do it. All right. Um, yes. Uh, I, I also um, try to uh, recruit students that might even want to go to Oklahoma City for that can get paid. They can get paid from CPEO, but they can get paid in at Oklahoma City VA as a resident or a fellow when they once they've had at least one unit of of CPE. So yes. um, I was recruiting students, and um, it, it was um, I, I was pleasantly surprised at the number of students that responded and gave me some contact information to follow up with them. So that that was um, I was pleasantly pleased and, and, mm. and surprised. So. Um, mm. You guys pray with me and for me as um, CPEO has to go through a an accreditation for the next uh, six years, and I am I am just um, in the midst of doing all of the documentation for for that accreditation review, uh, and uh, it's 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 been overwhelming, but. Um, Thanks be to God, I got friends that will help me breathe and work through one thing at a time. Yeah, I'm, wow. I'm excited. What's going on with you, Burns? How are you doing? Well, I am doing um, wonderfully well. Had a meeting in Atlanta on Thursday and then was in South Carolina and then North Car South Carolina on Saturday, North Carolina on Sunday and back and on Tuesday. Um, we're doing our um, Kingdom First Ministries. We're doing our Seal by Fire. Um, um, Bishop Vincent Drummer is our um, prophetic apostle, um, who is um, what we what we call his anchored it for us. He was with us in Dallas, and it was just absolutely God amazing. Um, a woman who had um, who had been afflicted with a stroke for twelve years um, needed to be assisted into the church. Came in with the cane. We saw healing with her as she shouted and praised herself around the church. Do it, God. Amazing. Yeah. So it was um it was just absolutely God awesome. Just a God awesome. Just so grateful for God um in this season. Uh, we have our last um seal by fire calling all the prophets um in Orlando in two Two weekends on March 9th, and um, uh, the host uh, church, their Freedom Fellowship of Central Florida, um, they've decided we're going to do a tent revival. Oh, wow. And so we have, we'll have two major um, prophetic apostles, Bishop Drummer and Bishop Designate Cynthia West. And um, we're just excited. I'm just excited about God in this season. Um, and so God's blessed me on the ministry side, God's blessing me on the secular side. I, I was, I was just a happy black woman. I was, I was grateful. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah. I'm doing it. <laughs> I love it. Um, and so we um, we bless God for that. You all, um, thank you for asking. Um, viewing audience, listen. On last week, mm. um, we, we, we literally, and we're going to, um, Dr. Wallace is going to give a brief introduction again, but I just need to say this part. You need to, you need to get your sisters. You need y'all who married, want to be married, y'all who have brothers, you know, all the mother folk. But this really for those married, want to be married um, folk. Um, 
get 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 your get your significant other with you and watching this broadcast so they can tap you and say, yeah, he own it. What he's saying sure. is right. It's true. Yes. Um, we ended our conversation on um, last Tuesday. And um, and I mean, the questions were firing in. We, we had a whole lot and time was up. And Dr. Wallace begged our guests um, to come back and to rearrange his schedule. And so, Dr. Wallace, if you will, but you all like tag and chair. You all, I'm telling you, if you need to jump off for a moment to call somebody and say, hey, um, I'm, I'm tagged. You, you got you got to see this broadcast because you you don't want to miss this yes. on, on today. All right. Yes. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My good friend, the Reverend Dr. Willie Godman is our guest again. He is uh, one of the associate professors at the ITC. He is a therapist and he looks he has been working with mentoring uh, African-American men. And uh, part of what we left off last week was about communications with and how African-American women um, could help facilitate um, communications with our brothers. And uh, I'm, I'm excited that uh, Dr. Gottman said he would come back and share with our audience some things that, you know, we just need to know. He... Um, we we often criticize our African American men, but we there's some issues that I think Dr. Gottman has shared with us that um, for the health of our black men, the mental health of our black men, we need to hear as black women. So I am so grateful, Dr. Gottman, for your work around mental health and black men, and thank you, thank you, thank you, brother, for coming back to see us again. <laughs> but thank you, thank you, Dr. Brenda, and thank you uh, to the ladies who are a part of women, rather, I apologize, the women who are part of this uh, cohort and working this broadcast, Timely Wisdom. Uh, thank you so much, and I am excited to be back as well, uh, because this allows me opportunities to talk out loud in other venues. Uh, mm -hmm about the work that I've been doing for over, for near now 20 years. Lord have mercy. <laughs> wow. I think we met over 20 years ago uh, and you were, you were working in the therapy area and I'm in the CPE area and right. our, our, our uh, spirits just kind of joined at the hip and we've been supporting each other ever, ever since. And I am grateful to you for coming to be with us um, again tonight. So let's talk about co communications again. And that's, I think that's, as Dr. Burns said, that's where we left off last week and um, got some fiery um, comments in, uh, in our comment section. And so we, we, need, we need some hope again, not just help, but we need some hope with um, and how we uh, communicate with our brothers. Um, so I, I just want you to kind of, I think uh, Burns, Dr. Burns had said we needed to um, revisit that um, conversation. So if you could set us up again about how, uh, what's helpful or might be helpful um, that, to maintain for African-American men and what we as African-American women might be able 
uh, to do when it talks about what they need. The African descended men do not need to be tweaked, um, as I think is the is the term you use. So how do we work with that? How do how do we um, what what does that mean to 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 not tweak? And what does tweak mean? Um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm curious about that one. Help us. Well, what I mean by that um, is that oftentimes the way African descended men um, experience um, women, other men, social stations, social conditions, social placement, is that if we just fix them or we just do a little tweaking, just do a little adjustment, they'll be okay. Mm. And so and so when African descended men experience that, at least in the, in the populations and the work that I have, you know, where I have been working, when that is experienced, um, it's, not, it's not considered respectful. Uh, it's not considered being attentive or experiencing themselves as being attended to. Now, it's not, it's not about weakness. It's not about pathology. It's not about... Uh, not sent, having sense of agency, but it is the core of how uh, African descended men often experience being related to. Mm. So being related to as a problem mm. that needs to be solved or a problem that needs to be adjusted or a problem that needs to be fixed. Um, and so when, when it's con when considered to be a problem, then if we just plug in this or we just uh, just plug in something that, uh, that uh, plug in a support or plug in a uh, the right word or we just plug in an opportunity, uh, then African descendant men would be okay. Um, and so and so what and so the plug in is generally experienced as being brought to a space or brought to a place to function the way whoever's making the plug in desires. Whoever's doing the adjustment is asking African descendant men to function in that way. And that's challenge in this Western hemisphere is about 400, 450 years old. Oh, 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 wait. So you're saying that 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 technique is considered um, a slave or slavery or slave mentality technique. Yes, mm -hmm. is how how to enslave. So mm. I I I, I mm. have this question: What? So if there is quote a problem, <laughs> the you you don't address the problem. You, you address the problem. You address, mm -hmm. but yeah. as African descended men. The problem is not being African descended, being a African descended man. The problem is cultural. The problem is economic. The problem is assumptions about uh, stereotypes around stereotypes. Hmm. The problem is design functioning. And so African descended men are working. Uh, are being have been acculturated to function in a particular way. 
And so what African descent men are often working against is the programming. And this programming is what I'm hearing, if I'm hearing you correctly, is stems from how African African descended men were emasculated from slavery to today. And not only emasculated, but absolutely of no value aside from their functioning, their performance. Performance to produce children, the performance to farm, the performance to make um, everybody else happy, uh, to the performance to ensure everybody else is stable and expected to maintain that um, in degrees of silence because if they spoke up, it was a possibility, it's likely probability to be killed. Mm. To be what now? Killed. So if they spoke up, they would there's a likelihood that they would and and I can I can and I'm I'm trying to wrap my head around this because I I can see that oftentimes when African American men are uh are angry and they have the, the very right to be angry, they they are um, un, very much like African American women that the, the angry black man, the angry black woman, so they're not listened to. Um, right. So I'm I'm and force, but I'm struggling and, though. And force is brought to bear to re, to retrain or to reprogram or if, if they're not reprogrammable then they are executed okay so um, um i and i believe that you might be doing this i don't want us to miss this um rosalind leslie is, say, is saying explain the culture break it down and how i think you're beginning um to do that um when when you're talking about the programming I, maybe I missed a piece. Let me let, let you, you keep talking. <laughs> okay. What I mean, what I mean by this, um, what I mean by that is, um, a story, a uh, story, um, that was in, in, and part of this is also related out of my family. Um, my grandfather, um, and then other men like him sometimes would refuse to farm or would refuse to work. But they would not tell the person who they work for that they weren't going to work. But their wives would tell that. Would tell the master or the work or the employer? Uh, yes. The wives would tell the master or the employer they're not going to work anymore. Because the women would the women were allowed space to be dissonant where the men were not allowed that space. And so the women could actually articulate. And then the husband would be in the house 
or the husband would move on to do whatever the husband's going to do because the culture would not allow that that man to stand for what he knew was correct. Oh, I have so much to say right there, but I, I think yeah, um, go go ahead and say it. go ahead and say it, Bradford, because um, because your questions might what you have to say might be more in line than what I have to say. <laughs> when so you're saying, let's see if I can. They send the women to talk to the massa, in your words. Uh -huh. to convey the message that they would like to, or, yeah, they would, they would like to share. Well the, well, the, well, the woman is much more, the woman is much more to tolerable. But. Tolerated. But it's, okay, if, if I may, Dr. Godman, uh -huh. but we're sending the women in to receive the fire To send the women in to receive the fire, but where it becomes complex is that we applaud the women for doing the work, to, for doing that work, and then make the male, the man, a degenerate when it is an adaptation to a system that does not respect either of them. Okay. Mm -hmm. Who and, wait, the, the my, my question though, based on what you just said, who applauds the woman, the black woman? Um. Well, the, the normative narratives. Because today so you're saying uh, the system. I, I think what I'm hearing you say though is, and and I can, I I have some a little bit of experience with this in corporate America. They mm -hmm. would hire African American women because they felt that they were more tolerable than African-American men. And that African-American women disagreed with the normative uh, culture. It was not as... Um, Offensive. To the, to the normative culture. But if right. a man did the... Uh, African-American male did the exact same thing, they would... Um, like you say, be be um, become a degenerate. I'm, I'm, I'm hearing this. Um, Doctor um, uh, Amanade um, author has this question, she, and 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 I think while she tried to bring in the 21st century, she says we're in the 21st century. Please make it plain for how this applies today for us. The way it, way it applies today is that. see here I'm, I'm sorry I'm toggling between two things here mm -hmm. um, the um, George Floyd mm -hmm. is a primary example George Floyd was targeted and eventually killed because notwithstanding what may have happened with the cigarettes or what but the or what may happen with the with when the store but he was targeted and treated badly and eventually killed because he dared to resist arrest 
um, young boys going in stores uh, in my own journey, going in stores, being prof profiled. I'm not there to steal anything. I'm not there. I'm not there to be destructive, but security people will follow me. I am umpteen hundred years old. So, so my question and to, to you in that, and, and because you're really at the place of, you know, of trying to understand so that we can communicate best, um, uh, black women, I know you say African descended women, African descended men, but George Floyd, um, in the example that you use, he's killed. But for black women, we're raped and beat. And uh -huh. so, so I, I guess I'm I'm trying to to understand what it is that I still don't understand. Let me just say. <laughs> Let me. Can we? Can we? I, I, the first the first question that came up or the discussion was the tweaking. Uh-huh. And, and I'm still trying to understand the tweaking. Um when you talked about the women or the men don't like to be tweaked. Uh-huh. And, and I really want you to dive into what, what is the tweaking? Explain the tweaking and the the the, the, the tweaking is let me see here. If I can just, oftentimes, oftentimes, mm -hmm. uh, African descendant men will experience um, is that persons will, persons will figure out what they need. Mm -hmm. And if I can just, do, if I do this, then I can get from you what I want. If I make sure you have this and this, this, then I can make sure I get what I'm looking for from you. That's tweaking because oftentimes it's not a question of, it's not a concern or interest as what do you, what do you bring beyond what I see you can provide? Okay. So that sounds like managing. Uh-huh. Um, managing. Fixing is a word you used earlier. You use fixing, but I hear managing as well. Right. So how how if if you don't want to be tweaked, what what is the language or the behavior that you're actually looking for um, to have a better conversation? As we talked about last week, is to know that we are relating, that we are connecting, that we are in a relationship. Now. To be in a relationship, here's what African descendant men often, often address, have to address, have to address. There are systems, there are systems in place that say that tell African descendant men how they are to function, um, how they are to perform, but there are often not supports in place to help with the functioning and the performance. There's often not structures in place. You tell a young boy, you can do whatever you want to do. But if there are not structures in place in school, there are not structures in place in family, 
We've got structures in place in neighborhoods to help them to dream and imagine what they want to do and then help them to work it through, to plan, to, to foster, to um, encourage, to, to explore. If those structures are not in place, mm -hmm. then what African descended men do is they figure out how to do it themselves. Mm -hmm. okay. And so in figuring out how to do it themselves, the disappointment of not experiencing themselves as supported Mm -hmm. It shows up in family, then shows up in work, shows up in church, shows up in all areas. And so that is in the in the term, you know, this injury, this narcissistic injury that they're working through, mm. uh, they're working on <laughs> the process to process through this narcissistic injury does mm. not get addressed. But what they learn to do is adapt. They okay. learn to look the part. And so when people observe them, uh, if it's not quite, if they have not adapted well enough, or have not adjusted well enough, then say, well, we just do this, or we just give them this resources, or we just do this, but you know, if we just provide this kind of support, if we provide this kind of job, then they'll be better off. When the system itself has not set a space for, for that in the beginning, but mm -hmm. it's only provided as a means of adjusting. Okay. You all right? Okay, now okay. I I'm, I'm starting to go there. You your work is around um, African descent, African descent men, right? Correct. And mental health. Yes. And we talk about the stigmas in in our in our community as a whole, black women and men and women, mm -hmm. but it's harder for the black man to go to to get the care that they need. And you you shared that last week that your work is around this area. It's framing as good enough men. Right. So how last week I think Dr. Amanada talked about um putting the onus on the woman. But mm -hmm. If the man is not willing to do the work, I don't care what the woman does, it's going to be irrelevant. We're still going to have the same issues because we have, and I think someone shared it in the chat, both men and women have issues communicating because they have the systems, if you, whatever you shared earlier, has, yeah. um, so indoctrinated the, so, them to, to, so, to operate as such. So the work is to address the system that put African women to the place of being in charge. Um, your, your part of your volume went out. So you mm -hmm. said the work is um, to, to address the systems mm -hmm. that push African American, uh, African descended women to be in charge. Hmm. And we bought into being in charge is what you're saying. And so the even though both men and women are struggling for mental health, I've been traumatized. Hold, 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 Wallace, Wallace, I need I need I need to hear this clarification of what you're about to say. Be in charge of what? What? Family. 
community, jobs, health, well-being, uh, everything uh, to be in charge because this African descended male, this man who I've connected with is not going to do what needs to be done in order for us to be secure and safe and well. Who run that back. <laughs> run run that back. <laughs> um, ooh, to, yeah. in, in you, took, you took us too fast. I need you to run it back. <laughs> so in charge in charge, I believe start with in charge of what? And yes. I think that's charge. where you started with family. Family. In charge of the family. The family in charge of children. Children. In charge of the house to be in charge of budgeting, to be in charge of managing, to be in charge of stability, to be in charge of the family, of self, to be in charge, to be in charge of what it takes for me as an African descended woman to be okay, uh, to feel comfortable. Ooh, wait, wait. Dr. Godman. Okay, can we go back to the culture or the system that has pushed women, black women, African descended women, um, to be in um, to be in control. To feel like to feel as if if I don't do it, it's not going to get done. Mm. So African American women wow. believe, from what I'm hearing you say, that if we don't get do something, nothing will get done. It's not going to get done. And that's the system. That's a that's an inner turn. That's internalized. If I dare, if I'm a, insulting somebody, I apologize. Internalized white supremacy. Oh. So 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 let me ask you this question because I, I under I can understand what you're saying theory wise. Mm -hmm. But but what if but what about the women that are in relationship with men that are not getting anything done and so it's not we're not talking about a system we're talking about them trying to navigate how do they communicate with the men in their lives who are not getting done what they promised that they would do so how, how do they communicate to them the question the question is what put that relationship in space and in place in the beginning Oh, I, I can hear that. I can hear that question. What put it? What well, put it? Well, I, so, I can. What, I can hear that qu question. What put it in the and so mm -hmm. then, then the two of them, if they're unwilling, and and, and I have done, and I have, and I have said this as well. If you are working with men who are unwilling to do the work that is necessary to heal self. You can't heal them. Mm -hmm. We got it. We got that. Yes, we. we yes, yes. We okay, so, okay, you can't heal them. So then, ask the question. Then get to the question as to what's going on. What's going? What's going on? What's what's happening? How did we? What happened so that we? If you said this, what were you trying to get from me? that you thought would not be 
beneficial. What what do you think that you need to say? Yeah. Okay. And then the woman asked, what do, you know, the man asked, what did you get from me? Or what did you think I was going to give you? That was not clearly articulated. Now that's dangerous ground because most. Uh, I was just about to say that sound. That sound like fireworks to me. I just I, I I I I see holes in the wall and 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 everything else. It just sounds like fireworks. And the and the system has set us to be volatile and mm. destructive and uh, at odds with each other is what I'm at hearing odds. you say. Yeah. The system, the rather system. than so how how. How do we help our African? Well, maybe not help because I think that that's the problem right there. How will African American men see for themselves the need for mental health it, and work toward getting that mental health, the, the stability of of good enough mental health? Good enough mentoring. It is an encouragement to, to an encouragement to build and form relationships with an other African descended male who can go to the place of pain and suffering and hurt with them. So what, what I'm hearing is and it's going to be hard for us to do that because there's just so much distrust between African descended men. There's so much alienation between African descended men. There's so much isolation between African descended men. There's so much, and all of that's cultural. All of that's cultural to create this alienation because if we talk to each other as African descended men and talk honestly, and earnestly with each other as African descended men talk healthfully, not about sex, not about, you know, sex is necessary. Okay. Not about money. Money is necessary. Okay. Not about prowess. Prowess is necessary. Okay. But to work through the football game. Okay. Whatever the venue is. Talk about that. Help us to know that when we talk in those terms, another male is not going to take advantage of you. Is not going to default on you. So that Im that implies that the African American descended woman is going to take advantage, or, or it is perceived that the African American woman is taking advantage of the African descended male. And that's the culture, that's the programming, that's the deception. And that comes, that it comes, stems from white supremacy is what I'm hearing you say. Yes. Um, Dr. Um, <laughs> this question is asked by a viewer. <laughs> so if all black men are broken, you're saying that it will take other broken men to fix them. All black men are not broken. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. All black, black all black men are not broken. Mm -hmm. All black men, and I and I have some definitional distinctions here, but I, that's that's another conversation. Mm -hmm. All black men are not broken. 
all black men are working. And the conversations that we have, <laughs> as they are healthful and beneficial, we discover that we can, and, and black men do talk to other black men. Mm -hmm. Those conversations are healthful and discussion about what's, what's well-being for you, brother. Mm. What's wholeness for you, brother? What's would what would what would your what is your aspiration? Mm -hmm. And how are you working toward that achievement? So, so Dr. Godman, it when you. When you're when we're in those circles, whether it be men or women, um, I, I do appreciate your perspective because um, I'm not a man. I don't walk in that area. Um, but if the men men are in the circle and they're all experiencing the same thing, who's going to help who? The good mentor. Say that the again. Who? The good enough mentor. <laughs> okay, oh. I like that. So. And and that and that's what I provide. That's my work. Right. So if if they're not if they're just sitting in that same circle, um, doing doing what they do, bashing whatever, um, bashing the systems, if you will, how that that lets me know that there is no desire in the circle to get the help that they actually need because. If we're all in the same boat, if we're all in the same circle, doing the same thing, saying the same things, I'm not going to get the help that I need. At some point, I got to step out of that circle. And which is why I'm saying find a good enough mentor. Mm -hmm. But Doc, 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 we don't mm -hmm. change until there is some pain. Normally, normal, and, and I'm trying to. I'm trying I'm trying to wrap my head around when is African American women tend to recognize their pain sooner and are willing to maybe do what's necessary to become healthier. Uh -huh. What I'm what I'm seeing what what I've experienced with some African-American men, when the pain is there, they back away rather than lean into the pain mm -hmm. to get the help that they need. That's right. what, that's a problem that I, I have observed. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. And the challenge is they're not sure there's going to be somebody there who can help, who can support them through. And African-American women, you're saying, is not that in that place is another man has to be in that space. And what I'm saying is, African American women often create those circles for themselves where there is support for you. African descent, where you get down to childbirth, where you get down to um, what your body is doing, where you get down to your frustration with your relationships. Because we support each other, and I, I can ask out in that way. Mm -hmm. African mm -hmm. men, because and so you are you all build kind of relationships that help you to know 
that there will be there's a possibility that somebody will be there to support me through this. The work of ascended men is building relationships where they can discover there will be somebody there who will support me through this. And okay, so brother who will help okay. me support, support me through. So this. so so I I I I I I hear you, Doctor Wallace. I hear you, Doctor um, Gutman. Since there seems to be, a, uh, as you talked about, system and culture of lack of trust, mm -hmm. um, because my consistent experience has been that when it comes to counseling or groups, it's that black men just they don't tr they don't trust the other black men. It's it's very hard to get them into those spaces, whether it be one on one, whether it be in a group space, if some other activity is not. Um, involved. They go. They'll go to a game, hang out, da, da da. But because of also the 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 sexualization of of black men, um, uh, leaders and others who um, who who um, perhaps might have impure motives toward them, got all these other kind of questions that 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 wrote that 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 are there. So my question then comes back to kind of like how we started the, the conversation on last week. That since it is that 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 if there is a woman, a partner, sexual partner, wife that they trust, how do the how does a woman, their their partner, their significant other, what what are the things that she needs? What what are the steps that so that she can begin to help break down some of those walls that he might have, so we can get to what's really going on with him. What's the earlier ask? Um, I see you not going to the doctor. <laughs> What's going on? That's the that's the that's the upfront question. Um, I see you're not going to the doctor, and I see you're losing. Are you losing weight? Mm. No, I'm good. I'm good. You seem. Are you more breathy? I'm. I'm just. You know. So it's 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 this conversation about what is being observed, and then the then you know being observed, and then the find one of the heavy questions I always suggest is focus. Do you believe I'm invested in you? Mm -hmm. I like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like that. So instead of stating the facts or what what you see, mm -hmm. you um you ask the question mm -hmm. uh, rather than stating. Or you can state. Also, you get to, do you believe? Mm -hmm. I yeah, I think that is important. I do. Mm -hmm. um, because once they see that you are believe, they can articulate that they believe you are invested in them. Mm -hmm. in a process then maybe some of the conversations can open up mm -hmm. uh, right Dr. Can, get to, can get to the deep can get to the some of the core some of the some of the core some of the core things which have been adapted for mm -hmm. if I, you know if if I, if I've been a football player my whole life if I've been prowess, if I've been strong, if I've been mm -hmm. virile my whole life, 
I notice, I'm talking as an African-descended male, and African-descended men notice when things change about them. Mm -hmm. But they're not sure somebody is there who will accept them it the change. Mm -hmm. Okay. I I understand that. I do. Um and they may not even be sure their wife or their significant lover will accept them with that change. I've always because as an African descendant male in that relationship have always functioned in a particular way. The programming says, I've got to function this way. I cannot change my behavior. I cannot change my presentation. Because if I change my behavior and presentation, then I'm considered less than what is considered to be beneficial. So the belief is, is that vulnerability is not their friend. It's not their friend. So if you could share, what, what are the qualities of a, a good, good enough mentor? This, come, this comes from Dr. Amanada. Good enough mentor is one who sits and listens and pays attention to stories that are told and listens and observes and listens for patterns, listens for what's frustrating. Based, you know, some basic therapeutic interventional tools. Um, and then helps that help and in the conversation helps exchange relatedness. I understand this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I appreciate this. Then begin to say, have you considered the possibility of, and whatever it could be, race, ethnicity, economics, have you considered the possibilities of spirituality and growth? Whatever it, whatever might, as the conversation lends itself, have you considered? Mm -hmm. And so that creates a space where, as the mentor, the good enough mentor, is there's not really, I don't, I'm not really trying to put you in any place. I really want to understand and appreciate where you are and where you're coming from. But that can happen with both an African American female out of my mouth. as well as another African American male. Am I or is it it can happen, but the but the cultural issue of often understanding or appreciating women trying to tweak African descended men to get out of them what they're looking for, the stability. That's the cultural normalization. That gets in the way. So when you when you work through all of that, you work through that stuff, I'm not, I'm not trying to get anything out of you. And it's I'm not trying to, I'm trying not trying to take advantage of you. I'm not trying to break you down. Uh, any of that. I am vested, I am invested in your well-being do you and you believe that and if you can't believe that then what is the challenge and that what? that takes time um dr godman and it yeah. when you develop a relationship then you're able to tear down some of those walls or you know just stand there and just wait um and i think in any relationship 
patience has to be at the top. At the, it has to be a top priority. Um, and your those same qualities can work either way um, on both ends, right? Um, yes. It's and so for the for the good enough mentoring, the, what my mindset is, where it really gets to the point, where it gets to the point where if I'm in the room with another African descended man mm -hmm. and we look across the room and we see each other and okay. we instantly recognize and discern what the distinction is, what needed because we have so much in common. Our work is to the end begin to put it into words so that it is not only internal, but is articulated and then as you are articulated, then you can go home to your family. As you articulate, then you can go home to your spouse. As you articulate it, you can work differently with your children. As you are, as you get this comfort space, mm -hmm. you have someone who tells you what you are dealing with is not strange, it's not odd, is mm -hmm. it is part of what we as African descended men work with all the time wow. so do not i can't believe wow i i can't believe we're we're, we're at time um not again. This, I mean, yeah, this, this, this question has come up um and you might have answered it but just just to be very clear in this can a woman be a good enough mentor to her man can a woman be a good enough mentor to her man as they build the relationship and so then the vice versa question is, can a man be a good enough mentor for a woman? Okay. And the answer is? If they build a relationship that works that way. So why is the answer different? I thought I said it the same. <laughs> okay. I, I may have heard it differently then. Because... Okay. Ultimately, that's really that's the reason uh, that's the reason we do relationships is okay. because looking for somebody yeah. who, who we can count on, who would be with us through thick and thin, up and down, right and wrong, mm -hmm. good and bad. Mm -hmm. And so but most because so what good enough mentoring responds to is the cultural degradation that is instilled in all of us. Yeah. Yeah. The cultural alienation. Wow. And my work's targeted African descended men because when I began the work, there was limited engagement of the mental health of African descended men. Mm -hmm. well, we were well, the problems that needed mm -hmm. to be And we're still problems. It, I mean, it's, it's necessary work. And I know we have, what, two minutes, actually three minutes. Um, it's necessary work, but I, I, I still believe, and I'm, I'm going to say my, our brothers, our brothers need, ha, must have the desire to do the work. Yes, must have the desire to do the work. And we must create the spaces where that can happen. Now that is good right there. 
Um, Dr. Godman, thank you uh, so much. Please hang around backstage um, for us. View and audience, um, this conversation part two has blessed you. Please, please, please put it in chat. And perhaps in the fall that he might find some time in his schedule to come back and join us again. Part three, part four, and part five. Yeah. <laughs> uh, are, are, yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll hold mine to backstage. Yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Sasha. Thank you so much. Thank you. My brother, thank you so much. Great time. Yes, this is wow. Good. Yeah, wow. wow. You all that put was... it in the chat. Put it in the chat. Put yeah, it in the chat. This... Put it in the chat. Put it in the chat. Um, and we um, have, I know, two minutes now. This is um, this has been great. Um, Wallace, you've been married how long? <laughs> you celebrated fifty one. Fifty two. Just going. I'm moving into my fifty second year here uh, mm -hmm. in May will be 52 years so i've been as, as close to 52 and yet <laughs> I, I think we both realize that we'll be there for each other that that yeah. I, I don't i don't doubt that at all yeah but i also still think that that there is space for additional mental health work on both our parts. But yes. what I did, did find is that when I got mental health and started getting healthy, my whole family mm -hmm. yeah. began to get healthy. So it's yeah. it, it, it just one person can one improve the, the mental health of the family. But you now you're uh, talking. Okay. Ladies, ladies, I love y'all. I told you we got it. We, we got to go. God bless. Girl. <laughs>